Welcome to episode seven of It's the Salt for Me, brought to you by the Salty Christian. I'm your host, Marie. I invite you to subscribe, share, and comment. So I've been in kind of a funk lately. Big surprise. This may or may not happen to you, too. I think it's the culmination of a lot of things. Christmas is coming, and it always makes me a little melancholy. I'm getting older. My grandson's a little far away. Most of my family lives in different states. You know, my mom is in a memory facility, my dad passed away, my father-in-law passed away, you know, and the list just goes on. I was becoming more salty than usual, I've noticed, thinking about the past, present, and future. Salty is all get out. (laughs) I figured I'd do one thing that does give me some solace, and that's try and find ways to help others during this season of giving, which I intend to try and do all throughout the year rather than only in December from now on. Anyway, I enjoy helping other people. It really lifts my spirits. I also enjoy doing this podcast. But as I said, I've been in kind of a funk, a little saltier than usual. So I really couldn't decide what I wanted to talk about on last week's podcast while I was sitting around feeling sorry for myself. So I didn't produce. I prayed about it for several days. Then I kind of just let it be. I'm like, okay, God, whatever. (laughs) It is what it is. Maybe I wasn't supposed to do one this week either. I really wasn't sure. So after I prayed about it and just kind of let it be, every time I would study my Bible, the book of John in particular, God started telling me to read Ruth. And as per usual, I chose not to because I wanted to continue with John. It wasn't Ruth's turn yet. And of course, God had other plans. And it came to be that every time I tried to read anything in the Bible other than Ruth, I lost all concentration. I kept rereading passages and still not understanding. It was annoying, to say the least. And quite frankly, it was just making me saltier. So after a couple of days of this madness, I figured, okay, I may as well just read the book of Ruth and get it out of the way because God is obviously not going to allow me to move forward with John or any other book of the Bible until I read Ruth. Side note, I really need to stop being hard-headed when it comes to God telling me what to do. And I mean that with my whole heart, because this is what happened when I finally read Ruth. So I got comfortable and I opened my Bible. I prayed that I would get whatever message God wanted me to get out of it and understand whatever it was that he wanted to tell others. So a little backstory on Ruth, in case you haven't read it. In the beginning of Ruth, there was a famine in Bethlehem. Elimelech and his wife Naomi and their two sons, Malon and Kilian, went to dwell in the country of Moab. Elimelech died and their two sons married Moab women, Orpah and Ruth. They lived there for about 10 years. Now, Moabites were pagans and they worshipped the god Chemosh. So clearly not sure if my pronunciation is correct, so forgive me if it's wrong. Anyway, eventually, both Malon and Killian died too. So it was just Naomi and her two daughters left. Naomi had got word that the Lord had provided some food for his people back in her hometown. So girlfriend decided that she was going to go back to Bethlehem. So Naomi and her two daughters-in-law left to go back. Now I don't know how far they got. 
when Naomi basically told them, you know what, go back to your mother's house. She told them in verse eight, may the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. And she continued in verse nine, the Lord grant that you may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Basically, I feel like Naomi was unsure of what she was going to go back to, and she wanted to make sure that they were taken care of and maybe marry again. And they didn't worship the same God either, so they may have not been accepted in Bethlehem. So now Orpah didn't wait that long until she was like, peace out. But Ruth? Ruth was a writer, okay? She said to Naomi in Ruth 1, verse 16, Do not urge me to leave you or return from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. That gave me chills. Out of loyalty to Naomi, Ruth was willing to change her life. She even made a vow to serve the Lord of Israel. Ruth didn't know it. But that one decision changed her destiny. God had plans for Ruth. And I believe that because of her character and her loyalty, she had God's favor on her life. The people in Bethlehem seemed to accept her and admire her for what she had done for Naomi. And I had mad respect for Ruth. And then I found Naomi. (laughs) So now let me tell you a little bit about Naomi. When they got to Bethlehem, it appeared that everybody was really excited. And they were like, is this Naomi? And Naomi said, and I quote from Ruth 1, verse 20 and 21. Do not call me Naomi, call me Mara. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went away full and the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me? That's the part where I fell out laughing because I finally understood why God wanted me to read Ruth. If you don't know, Mara, what Naomi wanted to be called now, in Hebrew means bitter. Naomi was salty, y'all. Naomi was me and I was Naomi. My mind was blown. So, I felt like Naomi was like, I left my home because of a drought, then lost my husband and my sons. I am empty. I am tired. I have nothing left. Why bother? Where is God? Why is God punishing me? What are these people going to think about me? But she never really lost her faith. So Naomi was salty, and (laughs) she kept it real about how she felt. Naomi wanted to change everything about her, especially her name. I haven't wanted to do that yet, but yeah, I am convinced we are the same person. (laughs) Just both of us have been salty. So I've been salty for a long time, angry with God, disappointed in God, blaming God, but at least I can stand in my truth. I don't care if people think it's wrong to be mad at God or feel hurt by God or be disappointed by God. I think at some point in life, we have all felt those things. We've all questioned God when we were going through trials and that seemed like they would never end or about unanswered prayers. I think what's most important is our relationship with God. God knows all and sees all. So, of course, he knows when we feel some type of way. Matter of fact, he knows how we'd feel before we know how we'd feel. The more I kept reading, the more I understood that God's hand was all up in this. One could say that Naomi was an Israelite, one of God's chosen people, 
She did something that God didn't necessarily choose for her to do by going to Moab, but she eventually went back. And I think she was blessed for that and also for keeping her faith. But, you know, Naomi went through it. She experienced great loss. And I think while she may have taken issue with God, she was still a godly woman who lived a godly life. And I think she knew God's hand was in it for good and bad, but she was just in a lot of pain. She couldn't see the plans God had for her through her grief. So God took a situation that seemed hopeless and he redeemed both Ruth and Naomi. Because of Naomi, Ruth was able to fulfill her destiny. And through that, God was able to restore Naomi's family line. Naomi teaches us that no matter what we're going through, God will redeem and restore us. She went through pain and sorrow like none other, but she never really lost her faith in God. And that is weaved throughout this story. I feel like I feel like Naomi had a complicated relationship with God. Like me, she feels like he brought all this heartache on her, but she also knows who God is and what he can do if you remain faithful, which isn't always easy, but it's absolutely worth it. So the next time you're going through it, remember Naomi. Better yet, read the story of Ruth. On top of loss, loyalty, and redemption, it's really quite a love story. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I hope this will help you to understand why no matter how we feel, we should always keep our faith. God is our redeemer. He will restore us tenfold, even when we don't feel like he will. I again invite you to subscribe, share, and comment. And I'll catch you on the next episode of It's the Salt for Me. Until then, be blessed and be a blessing. Salt, shake